welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about the Silk Arena, Go Battle League, and other Pokemon Go PvP related topics. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka the Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. I almost flipped our in-game names there. You wouldn't have known, so I'm going to say it anyway. Uh-huh. I almost said Steven, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J, which would have, that would have confused some people. And then anyone who's, uh, if anyone is listening and this was their first episode, they would totally, nothing would be any different. <laughs> they would just be like, oh, okay. They wouldn't question it. They wouldn't know. Nope. They would not they know would the not better. Know. Uh, this episode is being recorded on October 6th, 2020. While going up on podcast services on October 9th, 2020. One day before our Sunrise Cup. The start of our Sunrise Cup, yes. Yeah. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by some wonderful patrons of the patron.com or patreon.com slash battle science. I believe that's that's the right link. If I have it wrong, that's okay, because this is the first time we're uh we actually have uh uh Patreon producers. People love us. Uh, people, uh, Patreon producers for the month of October. Uh, we have Arrow and Zachary Kelly. Thank you, Arrow and Zachary Kelly, for uh, backing us at the uh, podcast producer tier. Uh, we actually also have a third for November. Um, don't worry, uh, you'll get it. It's it uh, to go back over the sort of like how that formats. It's if you back at all during the month your name will be read on every podcast for the month after that way you can become a patron on day one of a month and day 31st of the month and you will still get the same amount of shout outs as someone that has backed us in a previous month over over the course of that month so uh and that's just i guess way patreon functions in its monthly billing cycle and stuff that's just how to keep it um cohesive i believe oh maverick in the chat just going ham with them emotes need that nightbot smells blood in the water <laughs> uh, nightbot nightbot's been uh hibernating for a while i haven't seen nightbot in a while so i gotta check it check in on nightbot maybe uh throw out some fresh meat to make sure it's still up and hungry <clears throat> Uh, we have a podcast of stuff to cover because there, there th- there's always content this week. It's just, I don't know, maybe a little less content. Um, I don't want, I don't want to say like, I'm, I'm never disappointed and I never not look forward to a, an episode recording an episode of the battle times podcast, but, um, I don't know. Qu- it's a quieter episode. Like one of the reasons we do the bi-weekly is like if we did this every week we would have we'd have to dig deeper to find content and I don't know maybe we'd have more interesting uh discussions and stuff but uh the the bi-weekly usually works out pretty well with uh new content content and stuff and uh just so happens we uh we're hitting the bi-weekly where we don't have quite as much content. Yes, Maverick. I too wish we could evolve Pokémon with hats. Especially the backwards hat. Can you imagine the Krogunk with the backwards hat? Maybe or not Toxicroak. 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 Savage. Toxicroak with the backwards hat? Bruh. 
Rah, come on. Be gorgeous. Be amazing. To bring that swag, my guy. <laughs> um <clears throat> so bevy of new updates to go through. Yep, in the news roundup, which the bumpers aren't done, I'm sorry. Um quick little first couple of updates. Updates to temporary bonuses. This one hits hard. You've probably already heard about this one, but we're going to cover it anyway. Um because it happened. Um <clears throat> And it relates to PvP. Pretty much everything in Pokemon Go relates to PvP, depending on how you look on it. So, um, Over the past few months, or this is quoting the Pokemon Go Live blog post, over the past few months we've been making temporary changes to Pokemon Go to adapt to the changing global environment. Some of these changes will remain implemented for the foreseeable future, such as they, the ability to raid remotely, awesome, changes to the Go Battle League, very appreciated, and the increased, uh, if you didn't know, the little, like, me dipping down in voice is me adding stuff. It's not actually quoted. So please, I don't know. <coughs> Thanks. Um, changes to the Go Battle League and the increased distance uh, at which you can spin photo discs at gyms and stops, which is also awesome. Uh, we thank you for all your feedback. You are welcome, Niantic and Pokemon Go. Uh, the following temporary bonuses will remain to improve Pokemon Go's overall gameplay experience. The maximum number of gifts you can carry in your item bag will, at a time will remain at 20. Uh, you, can, you will continue to receive three times the Stardust and XP on your first Pokemon catch of the day. And incense duration will remain at 60 minutes. Uh, all of these, these things are, I don't know... <laughs> I, we'll get into full opinions after. You know what? I'm just going to go through it first. And then yeah, we'll, I was going to say opinions after probably sounds like a good idea. We'll tear into this like a rotisserie chicken afterwards. When possible, people are generally encouraged to spend time outside, go on walks, and exercise for their mental and physical health, all while social distancing and abiding by other health and safety recommendations. Starting Thursday, October 1st, 2020 at 1 p.m. So this has already happened. The following temporary bonuses will be modified. Your uh, your spoon clacking is being heard. Sorry, You're I good. thought I muted myself. Nope, no worries. Uh, let's see. Hatch distance will return. Uh, following temporary. Blah, 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 blah. As of already happened, the following temporary bonuses will be modified. Hatch distance will return to normal for eggs. The increased effectiveness of incense will now apply only while walking. Your buddy Pokemon will now bring you gifts only when you have nearly run out. This will happen only once per day. You will still have a higher chance of getting a gift when you spin a Pokestop. However, you won't be guaranteed to get a gift. Incubators will be included in more boxes in the in-game shop. For a summary of active bonuses, keep an eye on the special bonuses section of the Today View. Uh, we will continue to monitor these active bonuses and will provide updates as necessary. Additionally, we are continuing, continuously monitoring the ever-evolving global situation and are working hard to reschedule previously planned live events for 2021. Health and safety are of the utmost importance. Please stay tuned for our official channels for any rescheduling updates. And then the always always ending paragraph please be aware of your surroundings and following and, and follow guidelines from local health authorities while playing pokemon oh. go upcoming events i wonder if are... they're legally obligated to add that now to every post uh <laughs> honest honestly with the their like legal thing from a while ago it would not surprise me 
yeah. um, or if they're just trying to cover their bases. Um, yeah. I will continue to read the boilerplate. Um, upcoming events are subject to change. Be sure to follow us on social media, opt in to receive and push notifications, and subscribe to our emails to stay updated. For latest on in-game events and feature updates, please uh, uh, be sure to check this Help Central, ur- <laughs> Help Central article. Is that a blah, 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 blah. The Pokemon Go team. Get those lips loose. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe we have to do... Um, Lip What's warm it up. called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vocal warm ups. Ba 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 ba. Do it like uh, Game Grumps. Butt fart. Butt fart. <laughs> hey, come on now. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you that clip. It's a great one. Oh boy. Them doing vocal exercises to prepare for for Game Grumps episodes. It's a it's a classic. It's an animated I feel like one. All I need to do is sing <laughs> the disturb. I don't think that's a great vocal exercise. I assume that no. would like, actually damage your throat if you did that. <laughs> if you tried to sing down with the sickness, I'm pretty sure that would end up doing more harm than good when you're trying to warm up your voice. I'm trying to clear out my throat. <laughs> phlegm, phlegm, get out the phlegm. <laughs> Anyways, what are your thoughts on these changes? I know this has been a very spicy topic all over Twitter. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put a base layer down of Devil's Advocate. They're not wrong. People are generally encouraged to spend time outside, go on walks, and exercise for their mental and physical health. They are not wrong. It is good for you to go out and experience something other than your own uh, internal storage device, aka your house, apartment, or living situation. Um. Like for for your own well being, it is recommended to, you know, go out and try and exercise and stuff. That is, this is where my, this is where my 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 layer of devil advocate stop advocacy stops. Um, that's not possible, for many people right now, the people that are taking COVID as seriously as, people as you as they should, are, still at home quarantining. Now, the people that have COVID have to stay home and quarantine. The people that think they might have have COVID but can't get checked have to stay home and quarantine. They can't play the game. Now, realistically, does the game need to... I'm not even going to go into the... Should the game um, cater to the people that are potentially sick? Not necessarily. But in the grand scheme of things, this is a global pandemic that should be taken fairly seriously. And a game that so far before this post has done a pretty reasonable job uh, at accommodating people that are staying home and quarantining and social distancing. They were doing a pretty good job up until this point. So... Um, I mean, I, I will join the majority of Pokemon Go players that I saw on Twitter complaining and saying, uh, this is not a good look. This is not a good thing. This is the absolute not not right thing that they should have done. What's your. Did I cover everything you were thinking? Yeah, pretty much. But, you know. Here's my thing. You guys have to remember that this isn't always Niantic's decision. True. That's something I've, yeah, that's something I've tried to point out too. 
I mean, the people that work there, they're just having to do what they're told. I'm sure there are many of them that are in likewise situations where they would love to keep this going, but but this, I mean, think of it from a think of it from a business perspective. How much money have they given away? Right, but how much money have they earned during the, right. the pandemic? That's the other question of like. And just to be clear, I I don't support this. I think it's dumb, but at the same time, it was inevitable. Yeah. I don't want to say, I guess it was like too good to be true. I mean, what we what we still have, I mean, the gifts, I don't know how awesome uh, I mean, often it... people are always complaining about other people not opening or sending gifts. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that's a problem. I don't, yeah, I don't We're know. It's very beneficial to be able to hold 20. Yeah. Um, and then the the three times Stardust and XP for the first first Pokemon catch of the day, I don't know how amazing of a benefit. It's it's a cool benefit, but I don't know how amazing of a benefit that really is. Um, I would think that they can go back and look at this and see the negative feedback that they've gotten. Oh, I'm sure they already have. <clears throat> but maybe work in mini events or bonuses <laughs> like we've talked about before. Maybe increasing the bonuses you get for consistently. I mean, they did keep the ability now that you do get a quest every day. So even if you don't live near a stop, you have something that is semi-easy to accomplish. That's true. They didn't reference that that stayed or went away. That's interesting. And then you also have the guaranteed one-day spawn at your location when you first log in. Also didn't make any mention. So that's also, I mean, that's also beneficial. That's nice. Although I really haven't seen anything interesting. Some people, I saw somebody say that they got a gibble. Like a while ago, and I've—I mean, it is a random number. I've—I've I've basically gotten trash, so you know, yeah, good for them. I think the only cool thing I've gotten was an auto no. Good, good for you guys. Thanks. Way to go. <laughs> but congratulations. I, I, I think what they're doing is wrong. Yes, but at the same time, there is a huge amount of toxic behavior in the community that feels like self entitlement that they have to keep these things because the players want it. I the I mean that aside like just True. because the players might want it but I also think that like the global situation hasn't necessarily improved right to, to then remove these um not completely they could make alter alterations to make it more accommodating yeah I wonder if we won't see modifications to this you know in November or something for them seeing like okay these were actually fairly be beneficial maybe instead of half hatch distance they're you know a, a 1.25 or no like a 75 Some sort of adjustment 75 percent hatch distance so they are lessened a bit um yeah. maybe the uh, increased effect, uh, effectiveness of incense will come back um because maybe honestly just make better spawns off the incense yeah yeah um the gift thing is interesting because I don't know. I mean, you can still get items through gifts. Again, yeah, if you don't have focus stop. That's so. that's pretty big. So, um, but the know. the one thing that it does mention in the article here, saying that you're not guaranteed to get a gift. So, like for you, when you go do your run through to go to work, all those stops that you potentially could spend or get, they're not guaranteed to be giving you gifts. So you kind of have to rely on getting them. Right, but my route in between my house and work has way more than twenty stops. Right, but that if um, you, let's say you hit twenty, 
and maybe two out of 20 get you gifts. So that's only two gifts. I think Sylph is doing a study on it, but I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised if they are to find out what the new changes are for drop rate. So yeah. I'll look into it next time and I'll get back on the next episode and we'll kind of see how that drop percentage is. But yeah. again, there are plenty of people out there who are willing to be your friend if you need friends for gifts. There are people that are conveniently living in enough in an area that have high stop density that it would be more than welcome and happy to help you get gifts if you need them. You can literally hop on any local community or if you want, jump on our Discord and I'll add you and I'll send you gifts. Yeah. I'm fortunate enough to live on a stop that I can just sit here like right now while we're doing the podcast and spin this. But again, I am limited to 20 gifts a day. So, or no, you can send, I think, up to 50. It's a lot. Whatever it is, it's a lot. Yeah. So these these changes do suck, but we as a community and a player base need to find ways around it. Yeah, I think that's the benefit of using Discord and stuff. You can communicate with somebody that's in a larger town or on top of a stop to, to hopefully get uh, more consistent gifts. Yeah. I know for me, I'm terrible at opening and sending gifts. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm absolute garbage. So <laughs> I really shouldn't talk too much. Do not rely on me to send gifts. Find somebody else, please. Yeah. But I, I think moving forward, we might see some changes, but at the same time, don't hold your breath. Yeah, it is Niantic. All right. Uh, Jesse, I'm going to send you something, but they are timestamps. Uh oh. Uh, as we go along so that I can hit timestamps. Although, realistically, I should only just do the segments, maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll play see. around with it. I know I've been talking about wanting to do timestamps for a while, so we're going to try it out here. Um, let's see. Story number two. Enjoy a limited time free remote rate pass every Monday from October 5th to November 30th. Two months of uh, free remote rate pass. Um... Let's see. One. Let me By now, I hope you know what these are. <laughs> remote rate, yeah, remote rate passes. So if you don't know what remote rate passes are, whoo, uh, go look them up. They're awesome, um, but also potentially expensive and kind of weird because you can only have five at a time. Um, maybe they should do a pass case or something. I don't know. Make it a better explanation that you can only have five at a time. No. Um, I don't know. There's a. Nothing crazy here, I don't think. I think literally the title. I think the bullet point itself. to take away is that you'll get a free raid pass that lasts, or free remote raid pass every Monday that lasts exactly one week. Uh, I've been asked, how do I, what is the good time to use this? And I've told people Wednesday for raid hour, unless there's something you were looking for specifically in a one, a three, a one of. Is no, they're all three now. It's a one star raid group or a three star raid group, or there's a specific mega that you're looking for. Other than that, jump in on a raid hour and remote pass with someone you know. Yep. All right. Nope, we are at 20. It does expire if you don't use it. Wait, what? And yeah, these do expire every Monday. So you get one on Monday, and if you do not use it by the following Monday, it will be replaced with a new one. Oh, interesting. Okay. They, they do not stack. Unless unless you unless you claim it. Correct. So if you don't have space, use one a week, you will get the free one. Yes. 
Okay. And then also it will prioritize if you have a stack already, let's say I have four uh-huh. and I get this one on Monday, it will prioritize this pass before the others. So wait, it's a different item then? It's no, it's it's in the in the game file. It's a same as a uh, remote raid pass, uh-huh. but it's prioritized because it's a timed one. Weird. Does that make sense? So it's not it's not like an item in the shop that's just one a one a week free. It, it's the same as the ones you buy in the shop, but in the coding, it reads it as a priority. So it'll use it the reads, free one you get it, it, before it reads using as the ones a, you've paid for. It reads as an item that can expire in your inventory. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gross. That means that that kind of mechanic can be applied to other things, like berries can go bad or some other absolute garbage stuff. Or at least that's what I saw. Maybe I was wrong. Uh, I think I might have. Let me let me do a look up at that. Because I think I might have. Uh, yeah, it says each remote raid pass will be available for only a week. Be sure to check in game shop each week to claim that week's remote raid pass before it's gone. Fewer than three remote raid passes to claim your weekly free remote. Uh, no, it doesn't look like it expires. If okay. you've claimed it, you have it. Okay. And then you can't claim the next one until you use it. Until you have less than three. Okay. Yeah, because I have. But I again, have that's three. also a great time to use it is on raid hour. Yeah, I currently have three remote raid passes, and so I cannot get the next one. Okay. Interesting. Time to shiny check some Pikachu's here. <laughs> uh, Would you like me to hop on to the next topic while you're shiny checking? Uh, go for it. Do you want to take over the Pokemon Go integration with Pokemon Home? So, this was another hot topic on Twitter. Mm. As many people found out the first day this was announced, there was an interpretation that you would have to pay to transfer Pokemon from home, from Go to home. Uh, cover cover the story first, and then we'll talk about the back okay. and forth. Plans for Pokemon Go integration with Pokemon Home were announced back in February, pre-COVID, and we know that you've been eagerly awaiting a status update on this feature. A lot of people have. Because a lot of people want to get rid of those excess legendaries and shinies. We're excited to announce. Put them in another storage. Basically. We're excited to announce that Pokemon Go integration with Pokemon Home will be available later this year. In the direct, they specifically said by the end of this year. (laughs) Jane, December 31st, 11.59 p.m. I'm calling it. The timer has started. Once the integration goes live, limited time events will be happening in Pokemon Go featuring particular Pokemon. You will be able to activate the mystery box after you send a Pokemon to Pokemon Home from Pokemon Go. And if you open the mystery box during the celebration event, which hasn't been announced yet, you will have a chance of encountering Shiny Meltan. So prior to this, you had to have a Pokemon Let's Go Eevee or Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu game where you would transfer something to that game from Pokemon Go, and it would give you a box. A lot of people weren't able to get that because you relied on people, one, having the copy of the game, or two, knowing someone that did. Uh, In the past, part uh, working in cooperation with the Pokemon Go Seattle group, we would have planned meetups where people would come and I'd bring my Switch and a couple other people would bring theirs, 
and we'd have mini Meltan events where we'd hand out Meltan boxes to the community. That's not going to be a thing anymore because now anyone with a mobile device and the Pokemon Go Home app on your phone or on your Nintendo Switch can transfer these and get a box. So you'll be able to do what people could do with the Switch and Let's Go now from your mobile device or Switch console. Pokemon Go uh, or the Pokemon Home is also free. The base Pokemon Home app is Correct. free. So it is free. So for those who quick reminder what Pokemon Home is, it's basically a Pokemon bank. In the games, in the main series games, you had a box where you put all your Pokemon in on a computer developed by Bill. And this is more or less a real life version of that. You can take Pokemon from Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and then dump them into this box. And then the intention is we are getting the Crown Tundra expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield here in about two weeks, I think. 10, 23, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds about right. Um, once that goes live, you should be able to... There are some lists out there of official numbers and what Pokemon are specifically coming out. I haven't looked at it yet. But, again, you transfer Pokemon from Go to home. You get a Meltan box. Stay tuned for updates on when that event will happen. This will be the first time, I think, in almost six to nine months we've had a shiny Meltan event. So, definitely... And with the, they did reduce, reduce the cooldown on the boxes. So keep on top of that if you want to find yourself a good Mel Metal. And they also did announce um, Gigantamax Mel Metal for Sword and Shield. So definitely stock up to transfer one of those over to have in your main series games if you are interested in that. Um, again, stay tuned for more information on the Celebration event and how to send Pokemon that you've caught from Go to Pokemon Home. I'm excited for that. I have so many legendaries that I just want to dump and get rid of. It's cool. <laughs> We've kind of just been waiting. Sorry, I'm crunching on the last little bits of my tots. Mm. You're fine. Mm. Um, they say limited time events. So events meaning more than one. We'll have the Meltan. They've already said that. But I wonder if there will be like a Crown Tundra event. For when it comes out maybe but it also means that shiny meltan is still event only true you can open as true. many meltan boxes as you can but if it's not event you do not get a shiny meltan that is very important I mean, to put out and you're also not guaranteed a shiny meltan when you open a box so, yeah during the nice event. thing though is if they plan this right for us here on the western hemisphere we might get meltan boxes during snowy weather weather boosted yep that's a thing. Always helpful. And and if incense stays for an hour, that means Meltan boxes will also last for one hour. Sick. So make sure you have bag space. Transfer some Pokemon over and make room for Meltan. Yeah, because you can't mass transfer. You have to go one by one to one. That that's right. That's what we're gonna get back to. But before we jump on that, another little fun tidbit. Meltan does not evolve in Pokemon Sword and Shield. You have to evolve it to Melmetal in Pokemon Go and then transfer the Melmetal. As of right now. We don't know Correct. if we don't know if uh, Crown Tundra is going to change that. I would have expected but, Isle of Armor to change that, but that wasn't the case. And in Pokemon Let's Go, you did have to evolve it to a Melmetal to, to use in Let's Go. Mm. So 
pre-clarification, it sounded like you were going to have to pay money to transfer more than one Pokemon at a time. Since then, the Pokemon Company support team has given us some more insight to it, but it is now you can transfer a Pokemon and then there is a cooldown. If you wish to lower the cooldown, you will have to spend in-game Pokemon coins. The ones you can either buy or earn from gym battles. Is that a good solution? No. Does it stop people from flooding the main series games with shinies, legendaries, and everything that they've collected and hoarded in Pokemon Go? Yeah. But it's still going to spill over. I mean limiting what people transfer isn't going to stop the overwhelming number of people that have things like multiple accounts just sitting there and swapping between their accounts and sending things over. True. I'm I'm curious to see where the sort of cooldown happens if it's within per account of Pokemon Go or if it's Pokemon Home. I would um, if they're smart it's Pokemon Home. <laughs> the in, the but, other interesting thing is is that what does that cooldown look like because if you're just transferring to get Meltan boxes, the cooldown for Meltan boxes are 3 days. You can't. I think if I if I was a guessing man, I would say thirty minute cooldowns. I mean, because realistically, if you're just getting it to get a Meltan box, you can only open a Meltan box every three days. Mm-hmm. Um. So realistically, like if I do it, I'm only doing it. And I mean, I I do Meltan boxes like I send gifts very irregularly. <laughs> um. I won't have to worry about cooldowns because I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna catch a Pidgey or an Oddish or something that's you know garbage IVs. I don't care. Transfer it over to Pokemon Go. Get me a Meltan box and then pop open the Meltan box and then you know five days later, who cares about the cooldowns because they're already done. So yeah. unless the cooldown is three to five days in Pokemon Home, which would be absolutely disgusting. Yeah. No, if if they're being reasonable, I think thirty minutes is fair. Yeah, I, I'll be curious to see, just so you can't, like, mass transfer your entire Pokemon Go collection into Pokemon Home. Yeah. yeah. And then transfer it over to, you know, um, Sword and Shield or something. Yeah. So we'll have to Because we'll have to the see. newest expansion for uh, Sword and Shield, for those who aren't aware, is going to introduce Dynamax Legendary Raids. Yeah. The Legendaries won't have Gigantamax forms, but um, the there'll be legendary, quote-unquote Legendary Raids or something, so... Um, mm-hmm. basically no matter the generation all, even if all 900 plus Pokemon uh, no, is it 900? It yeah, sounds right. <laughs> it's almost um, because they're what are they, like 5 or 6 Pokemon shy of 900 total Pokemon in a, na- yeah. in a national decks. Um, even if they don't transfer over all remaining Pokemon from previous generations into Sword and Shield. Um, all generations legendary Pokemon, and it looks like mythical Pokemon as well, are looking like they're going to be in Sword and Shield, and that's just because of the legendary raids and them rotating through. So, Yeah. Um, because they can do like events and stuff off of the legendary Pokemon. So, um, mm-hmm. And I guess there's also rumors that there's a potential third piece of DLC that might... Honestly, they might put all of the the entire national decks into the in a Pokemon Sword and Shield. I want to um, say it was Joe Merrick from Serbia was saying this is officially the biggest decks of any Pokemon game. I mean, yeah, I like imagine what's available. It's pretty pretty huge. So, <laughs> or is that available to catch in game? Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, I mean, 200, what is it? 200, or is it two? No, it's 400. 400 base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They added another, what, 100? I'm not sure. I'm still playing, playing through the expansion. How many did... Uh, <laughs> how it's, many? It, I, I'm kind of disappointed with how short it's been, but... I like the attention they give to Kubfu. I just wish that they did that with more Pokemon. Kubfu's so awesome. Dude, I Urshifu's gonna be Redonk in let in uh Pokemon Go. <laughs> it, I mean it better be Redonk, because if it's not, I'm I'm gonna be really sad. Uh hundred and seven Pokemon from past generations that have returned in the Isle of Armor DLC. So okay. that brings the total in Over five hundred. Over five hundred. Because there's Pokemon that are available within Sword and Shield that don't technically have a dex entry. Yep. Like Mew doesn't have a dex entry. Um, but you can transfer it from a uh from Poke- Let's Go. From from Let's Go or a Pokeball Plus. Yeah. Um and then some of the legendaries and then like the Alolan starters you can transfer in, but they don't yep. have dex entries, which is weird, but not yet. I yeah. imagine with the next update they will. Uh yeah, I would hope so. Um speaking of starters uh is this the next uh wait which one? Oh, you want to talk about community day yeah i was going to talk about the next update because the or the next um event because the next up uh event is uh what's it called uh happens before charmander community day okay um give me a second we do pokemon home uh 34 minutes all right Next piece of news in the news roundup. Looking or look forward to autumn theme Pokemon berry bonuses and Deerling coming as the seasons change. This one Jesse and I were talking about a couple of days ago and has some interesting little nuggets that we're gonna talk about here. Um, I mean, upon initial read, it's really kind of boring, but um, there's some <laughs> there's some nuggets in here. Uh, trainers around the world, the seasons change as the seasons turn. Different Pokemon will be appearing. In the wild, at hatching from eggs, certain berry effects will be boosted. Berry-themed field research and timed research will be available. Uh, and Deerling will make its Pokemon Go debut from Friday, October 9th, 2020 at 8 a.m. to the Monday. The episode goes live. <laughs> oh, look at that. Uh, after, because I push the podcast at like 5 o'clock in the morning. So uh, 5 o'clock in the morning PST. So uh, to Monday, October 12th, 2020 at 1 p.m. PDT, PST, whatever. Uh, GMT <laughs> minus seven. Features. Uh, whether it's autumn or spring where you are, plants are flourishing all around the world. During this event, berries will be twice as effective when you give them as treats to your buddy Pokemon, and you'll earn twice the usual candy you normally uh, would when catching a Pokemon that you've given a pineapple berry to. Berries will also be dropping more often when you spin photo discs at Pokemon or Pokestops and gyms, so be sure to harvest a few berries. Excuse me, here might hiccup. There we go. Ah, just ate food, so I got a little hiccups. Uh, let's see. Bullet point number two. Pokemon can sense when the seasons change. You can expect to see the following Pokemon appear, appearing more often in the wild. Oddish, Vulpix, Bayleaf, Hoot Hoop, Sudowoodo, Yanma, Pineco, Zigzagoon, Seedot, Shroomish, Plant Cloak, Burmy, and Fungus. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Vulpix as originally discovered in Kanto. God, I hope that's going to be me. <laughs> finally. Uh, finally. Biggest complaint I've heard about that. Yeah. It's not going to have Weather Ball. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe later. It might get it later as part of like uh, season uh, five of GBL or something. Because but Champ they... and Dragonite cry in a corner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they the, the weird thing is those shinies have already been released. And we've seen it's the moves. Right. Right. We've seen Dratini show up in several events as a uh, boosted spawn um, yep. within the last couple of months. Um, Machop, I think, was showed up in like last event or something. Yeah. Um. So it's been around. Relevant in the rocket event. Yeah, and it, so it's been around, but yeah, those extra moves are like, I don't want to say sorely needed, but like, would be incredible. I feel like helpful. Nine Tails would be a lot better with it. Oh boy! I mean, you and I have. What name me a podcast that we've done that we haven't mentioned fire types? Yeah, you could probably yeah out of the thirty something we've done so far. Let me double check how many numbers. Uh, Battle Science episodes out of the oh go ahead thirty six episode thirty six I believe if I have the my numbers correct, um because I can't guarantee that I do. Out of the thirty six ish podcasts that we've done. Name me the episodes where we haven't talked about fire types needing a rework. Because um, yeah. <laughs> you could probably Hashtag only count them. Willowist. You could probably only count them on one one hand. Um, yeah, Weatherball on Nine Tails is like Weatherball's not even a move that like that should that shouldn't be the move that makes Nine Tails relevant. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't have to be. No. So if we see a fire type rework, we see uh, and maybe it's a flamethrower re- rework. Maybe it's an ember rework. Maybe it's a new fast move that just works better and is applied to to more. Um, uh, what's it called? To, to more fire types. Um, yeah. Honestly, who a little knows? bit more coverage. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Will-O-Wisp is a, a fire type snarl or something. Um, that'd be nice make it make it redonk go for it. just you know crank it up to 10 um <laughs> make fire pokemon relevant again yeah just make it ridiculous um yeah so shiny vulpix i'd love is here. to hear the community complaining about fire types <laughs> huh i'd love a chance for the community to be complaining about fire types oh yeah what what is this oh i i caught an ash hat pikachu at the last minute and i caught it and now it doesn't have a hat Oh, I need F's in chat, please. <laughs> you need a daily dose of F's. <sighs> and they all just ran away. Oh, that's cool. F's in chat. Um, Anyways. <laughs> uh, let's see. So is Shiny Vulpix the first of the voted Pokemon that didn't have a Shiny before to show up? Do you That's know, do a under, loaded question. Do you understand the know. question? Yeah. Um, although, I mean, so wait, hold on, because out of because there's been what two votes, three votes. There's three been three votes. votes. The Pokemon that didn't have shinies have already been voted, because the last the, out of the three votes, the last two votes for Community Days had two Pokemon that didn't have shiny, and two Pokemon that did have their shinies released. Am I am I correct in that? Mm-hmm. Um, and the first vote had Rhyhorn and Vulpix that didn't have the shinies released. 
and Vulpix didn't make it. So now we're getting Vulpix. What was vote two? All right. So first vote was Vulpix, Machop, Dratini, Rhyhorn. No, that wasn't first. No, that was the first okay. vote. That was the first okay. vote. Yeah. Um. So Rhyhorn got its community day and got the shiny released. Vulpix. None of the other three did. None of well, Machop, Machop already had its shiny shiny released. Dratini already had its shiny released. Mm-hmm. So disregard those. Those weren't going to win because the shinies weren't released. Vote number the two was, was the... Squirtle, Weedle, Sandshrew, and Ghastly. Ghastly, Squirtle, and Weedle already had shinies released. So did Sandshrew. Uh, wait, so all four of them had their shinies released? Weedle did not. Weedle. Oh, right. Weedle did not. But the asterisk there is the top two that got voted uh, got community days. So Weedle was, gar- Weedle was guaranteed because it... It was a new shiny, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and then I don't know what the reasoning was between behind Ghastly getting it. I think the other I two... I think everybody just wanted it because Megas were eventually coming. That's true. And the other two Pokemon were meh. Yeah. Um, and then the third voting was Caterpie, Porygon, Grimer, and Charmander. And we already have all of the shinies. We had all of the shinies besides Porygon. And Porygon got yeah. it. So... Um, Do you notice the trend trainer? <laughs> What more shinies are getting released, or the fact that the things that the, don't the one have their that shinies, doesn't have shiny gets picked? <laughs> I think I talked about that last episode or the episode before, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's that's a <sighs> don't don't <laughs> don't let's not go front, down that road. <laughs> yeah, don't front load the votes for Community Day. We you know Niantic as well as anyone with half a brain in the Pokemon Go community. If you put a vote out and only one or two Pokemon that don't have their shinies released are in that vote, those are going to win. Don't, don't. It's a dumb question. It's a dumb question. Do you want new shinies? Yes. Okay. You will get new shinies. That's how that works. That's that's the question that they need to make. Not what Pokemon do you want for a community day? It should just be, do you want new shinies? The, the, day, the, com- the day the community doesn't want new shinies. The entire community, not just PvP. The entire community doesn't want new shinies. The world will have stopped returning. Continuing on the autumn announcement. Yes. Autumn themed Pokemon will be hatching from 5k eggs. Yay. Deerling, the season Pokemon, will be making its Pokemon Go debut. The turning of the seasons changes the color and scent of this Pokemon's fur. Keep an eye out for its autumn form for autumn form Deerling. Deerling is scratch and sniff. <laughs> I didn't read. So, I didn't read that it had its scent changed. That's that's weird. We kind of discussed it off podcast. Is Deerling and Sawsbuck anything relevant in PvP? No, no, no. It's is not. it? Does it change types with the seasons? It does not. No, it is always a grass and normal type. Is it relevant in PvP? Not with the moves it has currently. Faint attack and takedown. Wild Charge, Mega Horn, Solar Beam, and Hyper Beam. I mean, if you want the Beam Team Dream, go for it. Give it Weather Ball. That would make sense. That would. That's too obvious. That's too obvious. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> A Pokemon that changes with the seasons getting Weather Ball? What? And then the Weather Ball type depends on what the season is? What? Whack. <laughs> We're being... Oh, good. Let's finish we... out that announcement. Are we being too salty? 
in some parts of the, okay, here's here's where things uh, start to get interesting. In some parts of the world, the leaves are turning red and the shadows are growing longer. With the transition from a hot summer to a cooler autumn in some places, it looks like there will be a few different Pokemon hatching from eggs soon. You can look forward to that and other exciting changes from Monday, October 12th. This is, uh, by the way, this is after the autumn event. Monday, October 12th to Monday, October 19th uh, at particular times that are to be expected. Um New Last, eggs, Donnie. New eggs in their own event with no other information. What? Uh, all right. Last two sentences or what, uh, three sentences, four sentences. As the seasons change, it's good to remember to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. It's also the perfect time for self-reflection. Who knows? Maybe you'll realize something new about yourself. I think I read it in a different inflection than what they meant. But these last two paragraphs are odd. Uh, and let's sort of dive into let's 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 do some canoodling here. Let's let's oodle the noodle. Um, put some thinking caps on. I'm going to keep with the metaphors. Um, so what they're doing here at the end of an announcement for the autumn themed Pokemon is basically announcing an egg event for the week after without putting it in the headline because they know they will get yelled at more or less. Um, the other interesting thing here is, um, a few different Pokemon hatching from eggs soon. You can look forward to that and other exciting changes. Um, the other thought here, and after looking through, uh, a national Pokedex and, and thinking, okay, if we get an egg change, what Pokemon works in an egg change, what Pokemon could be featured in an egg change, the one that stood out to me is a similar instance to Lucario. Ryalu and Lucario is uh, Manaphy and its evolution Fion. Manaphy and Fion uh, are pseudo, basically pseudo-mythicals in that they are, I believe, hatched from... Manif uh, Fion is hatched from an egg in the main series game and evolves into Fion, and it is a pseudo-legendary. Manaphy from egg. Is that the order? Am I... Am I butchering it? You said the same one twice. <laughs> let me let me let me do a Google. Manaphy. Uh okay, Fion is the baby. Manaphy is the evolved form. Uh so Manaphy is an interesting um Manaphy is an interest or no, let's see. Uh I'm looking at the weird thing and it's confusing me. Uh, why is <laughs> okay? Cerebi is giving me conflicting information here. Um, Cerebi is saying Manaphy is the base form. To get a Fion, you have to breed it with Ditto. So, oh, yeah, but yeah, tying yeah. in, it's it's an egg only Pokemon. Fion can be bred from Manaphy, but does not evolve into Man. Or yeah, Fion can be bred from Manaphy, so it is a baby Pokemon but does not evolve into Manaphy, which is bizarre. So it's a backwards evolution, sort of speak. Sort of. I think if they were going to introduce breeding, that would be a good point to turn this Pokemon loose. Yeah. So if they're doing an egg, a Pokemon that only shows up in eggs, uh, Fion is sort of what caught my eye when looking through this Um uh, through this, this uh, the Pokedex announcement. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
Manaphy is interesting in that it is a wa- basically a water type Mew in stat product. Um, it is a flat hundred. I think its maxed stats are a flat one hundred in every stat except for the base stats. Yeah, except for like HP, where it's like one hundred and twenty, and that's just how the stat product works within the main series games, something like that. Um, it is a carbon copy of Mew's base stats. Um, its moveset is, uh, arguably worse because it is a water type and doesn't share the quality, the unique quality that Mew has where Mew can learn every move in the main series games. Um, Fionn has a much more limited moveset, um, but it still has a interesting moveset. And if it is an exact clone of Mew, um, we could see some interesting, um, Some interesting play with uh, Manaphy and PvP. Um, that is my speculation on this this paragraph here of a few different Pokemon hatching from eggs soon. Look forward to that and other exciting changes from Monday, October 12th to Monday, October 19th. Um, now, would that make sense for them to drop this now after just releasing... Uh, Excuse me. After just releasing Deerling, um, and their sort of really slow release of additional Pokemon from the Poke uh for, for unreleased Pokemon, I don't know. So don't quote me that. Don't quote me on the fact that Manaphy and Fion might be coming in this event. It's just something that he interpreted from this message. Yeah. Um, but it also feels kind of sus. If uh, you understand, it feels a little suspect that they would put an announcement for an egg event or an egg change at the end of another event page in their blog and doesn't have its own article. So it feels like they know people are going to be very unhappy when an egg event happens, especially in the current global climate. Yeah, because we all know how many people read these. (laughs) Well, yes, but we also know the content creators and stuff put out information. Um and talk about this and so yeah like, it was interesting no one else really picked up on it but i guess it was just something to read they just breeze through something like that i feel like i'm not talking right into my mic let me adjust that's better okay um okay the weird last couple of sentences as the seasons change it's good to remember to enjoy the simple pleasures of life it is also also the perfect time for self-reflection who knows maybe you'll realize something new about yourself I have absolutely no idea why that was included in this blog post, but it's it's super weird and it's it's just making me. Nah. I mean, on the surface, it's them saying, "Hey, we're people too. Calm down." <laughs> I we guess. know that you are happy with recent changes. I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't know that. Like this feels not as obvious as maybe they could have gone. Yeah. For a statement like that. Um, for me i'm interpreting it that we might get new avatar stuff yeah i mean which i would appreciate maybe facial it. hair finally give me a beat give me my beard <laughs> it's a weird thing to complain about but um yeah i would appreciate some more um adjustments and options within just like the base character model Get, like hairstyles please yeah we've had three years of every uh, everyone has the same hairstyles put a hat on but the same same base hairstyle is the same so yeah i don't know uh we'll 
game's been kind of quiet, so something to shake it up. The only other thing I can think of that might this might be referring to is um, because I, at first I was like, is there a mirror Pokemon? And there isn't a mirror Pokemon per se. Like, Magirna's not... It's more of a gear than a mirror. Um, I mean, you could say Bronzor. Yeah, actually, that would be perfect. Um, but Bronzor's already in the game and has been featured. And it's already stuff. got shiny. Yeah. Um, the one thing that this kind of might stand out to me, and I don't know if you can really make the connection, is uh, items to change the types of different Pokemon. Maybe you'll realize something oh, new about yourself. Oh, yeah, the, the Therian forms for uh, Landorus, Thunderous, and Tornadus. You That's... use a reflecting mirror to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, then that makes a lot more sense than what I was coming up with. I was more I thinking think of... Soon for that, though. <laughs> I was thinking of the, the drives and stuff to, like, change types of different Pokemon. Ah. So, like, the plates for Arceus, uh, Arceus yeah, let me and pull it up here for you. the drives for... Um, Genesect. I was more thinking it was like, oh, we can look at yourself and maybe you can change your type or whatever. But yeah, if the if there's a mechanic to change Landorus, Thunderous, and Tornadus um, between their genie and beast forms, then that makes way too much sense. Um, if there's a Cerebi article, shoot it to me. What's the... While you're looking that up, I'm going to just breeze through Charmander Community Day because we talked about that before. It's called the Reveal Glass. The Reveal Glass? Okay. And it is literally a mirror. Okay. I'll send it to you here on uh... Discord. Yeah. Do it. Um, Charmander Community Day. Uh, October 17th, so in a week-ish, week plus, depending on when you're listening to this. Um. Charmander the Lizard Pokemon will be featured, uh, the featured Pokemon this month. It is on Saturday, October 17th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., so it's still the double length, uh, which is appreciated. Um, Charmander will be appearing more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny one. No surprise there. Uh, evolve Charmeleon um, during the event for or up to two hours afterwards to get a Charizard that knows Dragon Breath. Take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. It's going to be a Charmander. If it's something <laughs> other than that, then it is actually a surprise. Yeah. Um, maybe it should be a Charmander with like uh, clown makeup. Then it actually oh, will. It, then will actually surprise people. Um, uh, all of the standard stuff that normally happens. Three times catch Stardust. That is big for PvPers, so go out and catch Charmander, even if you don't really care for Dragon Breath Charizard, which you probably should care for. Um, uh, and then the boilerplate paragraph at the end, please be aware of your surroundings and follow guidelines, blah, blah, blah. Um, the interesting <laughs> sort of caveat to this is uh, Charmander or Charmeleon that evolve into Charizard will only learn Dragon Breath upon evolution. Its previous community day move of Blastburn will not be coming back for this community day. Um, so to get a Pokemon with to get a Pokemon with both or a Charizard with both Dragon Breath and Blastburn uh, up until in theory a community day rerun event during December November December or December January depending on where they put it. 
Um, the only way to get a Charizard with double legacy is to use an elite TM. Either elite charge TM. Well, either. If you have an old Charizard that has Blast Burn, you can teach it Dragon Breath with a fast Ooh. elite fast TM. Correct. Or you can evolve a Charizard from this community day with Dragon Breath and use an elite charge TM to teach it Blast Burn. So that's the Correct. benefit is... Not during this event, though. Well, I mean, you can use the the TM during the event if you feel like it. So just to clarify, during this community day, you can evolve a Charizard and it will know Dragon Breath. Yes. But you cannot elite TM during this event to get Blast Burn. You can elite TM a Charizard to get Blast Burn. During this event? At any time. Right okay. now, if I have a Charizard with no legacy moves, I can use an okay. Elite Charge TM to give it Blast Burn. I was under the impression that you had to wait until they had an event where you could do that. No, no. That's not going away. That's not changing. But the if only... you want to use a regular Charge TM, then you do have to wait for the event. You can't, no, that no. make sense. You can't use... A, you have to use an Elite TM because Blast Burn is a legacy. Correct. I think, I think you're the only one that's getting confused here. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. Um... Um, or I think you're, I think what, what's happening is you're trying to confuse yourself. Um, so <laughs> Jesse's confusion, Jesse's is, super confusion is super effective. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so to get the double community day Charizard, you will have to use at least one elite TM at some point. Correct. Up until in theory, December, when we get a community day rerun. Now, the question is, that has not been answered, is when that rerun community day happens, does a Charmeleon, when evolved, will it get access to both community day moves, or will it only get access to its most recent community day move? How I was it, under the impression that it was the latter. That it will be getting... Just Dragon Breath. Just Dragon Breath. So that, But then, then that becomes weird because... Blastoise and Venusaur could, in theory, also be evolved and will get their original Community Day moves of Frenzy Plant and Hydro Cannon. Yeah, well, we won't know until they say so. Huh? Oh, oh, boy. All right. Roommate's getting pizza, and he's letting me know he's getting pizza. <laughs> I've had pizza, like, the last consecutive two Tuesdays, and I've so and been getting it's, pizza. It's kind of funny. The roommate... My roommate mentioned seeing this announcement because I was looking at our notes for what we were going to talk about. Yeah. He's like, wait, didn't they already do a Charmander community day? Hey, you're darn tootin'. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but this time it's coming back with Dragon Breath. And he's like, huh, okay. Neat. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not against it because I only have one shiny Charmander that I have caught and I missed the initial community day. Um... The, the, I think the big asterisk is what will it look like in December with the rerun? Will you be have access to both Community Day moves? Because to be honest, the easiest way, and not necessarily the not necessarily the way that Niantic will go, because they don't always go for the easiest way. Uh, from experience, we've seen some really weird stuff happen. Um, goodness, I'm. Not indigestion, but like a little bit of extra oxygen is coming up to the surface after eating. Um, <laughs> excess oxygen. 
from the esophagus. Um, esophagi. That would be bizarre. <laughs> I have multiple throats. Um, <laughs> I have. There's a topic for after that's, dark. No, that's a that's a hydra has multiple throats and esophagi. I am but a human with a single head and a single neck, one single body, with Drink a single water. esophagus. Yes, true. Drink water. Um. Yeah, the I think the biggest question is like the. I I I assumed that this community day coming in Oct- uh, October, uh, farther in October, we were only going to get get Charizard with Dragon Breath. I was under no pretenses that we would get Blast Burn back for Charizard. It just doesn't align with what Niantic has has done in the past. Um, I think the question then becomes how how do they make it work in game when we get the rerun? Because unless they basically remove the first year's worth of community days, it wouldn't make sense for Charmander or a Charmeleon to evolve into Charizard during a December rerun community day and not get one of its two moves. So the question then becomes of, do you pick which community day move does it get? Is it a random chance to get one or the other? I I, I don't know. So yeah. it 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 be it just it's a weird, it's a weird situation that no one Pokemon has had two community days yet. Um, especially in an instance where I mean things would get even more convoluted if it had two charge community day moves. Like it had blast burn, and then let's say like dragon claw was a a community a move or something. Like what yeah. would it get then? Who knows? Would it have to ha- would it have to be double moved before it got evolved into Charizard to get both? Who knows? It'd be it'd be bizarre. So yeah. um, we're coming upon a situation that we've not encountered before. So I speculate, I guess, if you feel like it. Um, but just be aware that December might get really weird depending on how Niantic wants to handle it. Yeah. Um Ooh, complete event exclusive timed research and field research tasks to earn Charizard Mega Energy. That's neat. All right. I did not uh read that. So if you want Charizard Mega Energy, go do that. Go go participate. Um I still don't know if I'm working that day, so who knows? Um, okay, I'm going to pop open the reveal glass because that is interesting. How much of like a mirror? Yep, that looks, I don't know about you guys, but that looks like a mirror to me. That's even tinier. So maybe we're getting a change of, yeah, maybe we're getting a change of, uh, what's it called? Um, the genies. The genies. That's, that changes their types, right? That's, it goes from. I didn't pay much attention to that, Jen, so I'm not sure. <laughs> oof, that's an that's an oof, my guy. Uh, let's see. Uh, it should reference it here, maybe. Yeah, so it changes them from their their incarnate form uh-huh. to Therian form. But if we know anything about Pogo, it's just a new form to catch. Yeah, it's a Deoxys. <laughs> Tornadus. Let's see. Oh, it's a bird. That's weird. Genie and then their beast form. Therian form is their beast form. Uh, Tornadus is a 
bad example because it's a flying type always. Oops. Uh, thunderous. Electric flying. It's all... Okay, it's always electric flying. So it just changes appearance and some uh, stats? Potentially. Yes. Yes. So it's incarnate... Okay, so th using Thunderous as the example, incarnate form, which is genie. I'm just going to refer to them as genie and beast form. Um, it's genie form has a higher attack, whereas it's beast form is a special attacker. So realistically within Pokemon Go, I would imagine it does not change its stats at yeah. all. <laughs> which nothing <sucks>. changes. <laughs> um its moveset might change, although probably not, because if its type doesn't change and it's a form change, its move its learn set should in theory be the same, the same thing. Let's see. So attack, defense, special attack. Yeah. Uh its speed changes too. By ten points. <laughs> yeah. But that's not an attribute in Pogo. Right. So realistically it's just a nothing change. changes. It's, <laughs> it's not just even, appearance. It's not even a new dex entry. Because nope. it's a form change. It's literally the same Pokemon. Yeah, it's a God, Deoxys effect. I'm so excited for something that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm feeling the spice today. I don't know if you can you tell. You scared people away. We were at four. No, not me. Oh, wait, what? Oh, viewers? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess this episode's just coming off real salty. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So we are finishing the... Charmander. Autumn, autumn theme. Slash Charmander. at uh an hour and six and now talking about something that just ended <laughs> i guess i don't know i that's why i asked you if it would actually make sense for us to talk about it no i mean nothing special it's if you want to we can just kind of mention how it's going to incorporate uh ash hat ash hat pikachus are popping up in spotlight hours um for the next two weeks. Yes. So one that happened today on the 6th. Um, and then one on the 13th, which is the original cap worn by Ash. And that is returning to Pokemon Go. So it's not a new hat. Um, Correct. The benefit is these ones will evolve into Raichu. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> so for those that. who aren't familiar, another announcement that the Pokemon company made during the Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield expansion announcement was there will be multiple forms of Pikachus when the crown tundra expansion comes out that you can go and catch that will have the different generations of ash hats. This is Pokemon Go's way of incorporating those also. So you can also, if you don't want to catch them in sword and shield transfer the ones you get from these events to your Pokemon bank, and then you can have them in sword and shield as well. That's neat. I kind of forgot that you could do that. Yep. Cool. Uh... But like Steven mentioned, it's nice that they do evolve. Yeah. Uh, today's bonus was double XP. I know there's a lot of people that don't capitalize on that. Next week will be double candy for catching Pokemon. 
So if you're not interested in catching the Pikachu, go ahead and pop the Meltan box, double Meltan Ooh, candy. Uh, bonus, next week, Pineapp Berries will be double effective as well. Yep. So, so um, And actually, a, an interesting, oh, so many, so many Meltan candy. Um, the actual uh, additional kind of like weird asterisk to that is that um, the thought is Silver Pineapp will be double effective at the... Or will boost the catch rate by two of what its art, what its bonus already is, and then boost the amount of candy it will give as well. So it will be double effective in both bonuses that silver pineapps give. Yeah, I wonder. Duh, was it bronze uh, nanibs? Those were mined, right? I'm not sure. Those were were those data mined? Because we have silver pineapp. We have Golden Raz. I want to. They were somebody... in Pokemon. Let's go. Huh? Huh? Let me do a Google. Uh. For... But other than that, for the Pikachu hat thing, it's the same old. <laughs> Everyone has their opinions on it. Bronze Nanib. Uh, let's see. September sixth, twenty eighteen. Bronze Nanib Berry Pokemon Go Reddit idea uh bulbapedia um i don't see anyone making a comment about it being let's see uh <laughs> wow okay <laughs> are you, you i don't know if you want to read this um, What's that? Bronze Nanab. Bronze Nanab. It's somebody made a infographic or whatever online. Uh, feed this to a Pokemon to chase it away, along with all other members of its species, clearing space in the tracker for actually interesting Pokemon. <laughs> if you're throwing a lump of bronze at a living being, what did you expect? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I guess that's the same flavor of salt that we're going <laughs> this episode with. <laughs> Uh, consistency. I love it. Um, Yay. we're just balls of joy today. Um, Bundles of joy. Yeah. So next week's, uh, um, next week's event is like sweet with like the double, uh, effectiveness of some of those items. So, um, yep. take a look at those. Uh, Boy, howdy, do we not have a whole lot to talk about in the meta-analysis. Uh, we're going to wrap up, uh, let's see, meta-analysis uh, at 1 hour, 11 minutes. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd get a chuckle out of that one. Um, Sunrise has started. Actually, let's take a look at uh, Sunrise's cup stats. Let's let's just take a couple minutes and we'll talk about it. Um, we kind of went I'm into not surprised. already looking. I'm not surprised. Yep. Um, <laughs> um, Sylph.gg slash cup slash sunrise. We're looking at the live cup data. Um, there's there's not a whole lot to talk about in GBL. Nothing absolutely crazy spicy has happened. Um, uh, is... We do have a Halloween cup coming up. Halloween. Oh, maybe we should talk about. Do you want to talk about that? I think we should save that because there's a good chance they'll cancel it just like the Flying Cup. Oh, yeah, because there's... 
I guess the biggest news is that, um, whoa. The biggest news is that at SylvGG just followed us back on Twitter. Wow. Thanks, guys. Sweet. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, I guess they like their podcast, Salty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the one of the key GBL news is that I don't remember when exactly, but within the last couple of weeks, Niantic put out a basically a memo or put out in the known issues that there is increased latency within GBL um, uh, and that they are working on a fix for it. Um, but as of this recording at 7.34 p.m. PST on October 6th, we have not gotten a fix or an update to that known issue. So um, that is why that they delayed the flying, um, the flying cup, because allowing people to battle a hundred times in a day and having most, if not all, hardcore GBL players all playing a hundred, a hundred battles in a single day, um, a little bit intensive, <laughs> a little probably uh, put some of their servers under high load. Um, so maybe not exactly the best thing to do. Um, yeah. They've done those kinds of events before and they haven't gone well um, as far as latency and server side issues in the past. So I think they wanted to avoid causing more community groaning and complaining and other words that start with B. Um, they didn't want to deal with that. So... Um, Flying Cup was delayed indefinitely. It will come back at some point. Um, Pidgeotto. Is it Pidgeotto or Pidgeot? Which one's the third? I get it mixed up. Pidgeot. Pidgeot. Pidgeot with Gust is not in the game. That was not. Um, uh, we didn't get that bonus. We will get that bonus when the Flying Cup comes back at some point, um, which I'm okay with because I've got a rank one Pidgeotto ready to go. Um in fact, I've got a couple of good ranks. It gives people more time to find some Pidgey, uh, good Pidgeys for Pidgeot. Pidgeot yeah. Um, so that they can maximize both uh, Gust Pidgeot and Gust Mega Pidgeot. So, I'm looking here at this the Life Cup data, and that fall off is hard. Whoa, holy cow, you're right. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay, so we're looking at the Sunrise Live Cup to sort of bring us back into talking about sunrise um it looks like core the core of all matchups are being run mantine vigoroth galarian stunfisk um which is a pretty rock paper scissors back and forth um that yep. is a 41 percent usage for mantine 41 percent usage vigoroth and a 40 percent usage galarian stunfisk it then drops down to 23 percent usage for obama snow and skarmory and then goes down further from there. So the interesting thing to know is this data is collected. If you haven't played Sylpharina or if you haven't looked into it, um, this data is collected from the either second or third battle of a Sylpharina matchup. Um, so one player against another player. Um, not an entire tournament. This is collected from the second or third battle, depending on if the third battle is played. 
Um, and this is for all matchups. Let's see how it changes if I go to match victors. Uh, Vigoroth jumps up to 46% usage. Mantine is at 45, and Galarian Stunfisk is at 20, 42. And then it drops down to 25 and 23 for Abomasnow and Skarmory. So the top three change order, but they don't... Nothing comes into the top three and changes that. That The things to beat are Vigoroth, Mantine, and Galarian Stunfisk. Which um, all are notorious in PvP. For being absolutely redonky. Redonkulous. Redonk... Red donkey kong stop it okay i tried and it kind of it kind of hit it got you so, it got a laugh yeah that's that's your meta analysis right there in a oh, image oh man at least i'm using those at least i'm using those in uh my on my team on my regular team uh, i actually boy, oh boy. I, I i put something in uh the battle science discord available to everybody if you want to join the battle science discord go to find our links uh go to the battle science discord it's not behind a patreon paywall just go do it um i posted in and got completely and totally ignored uh any suggestions for a meme team in sunrise i'm thinking of running something weird in my ghost stadium lobby um Ludicolo. no one has responded uh i will take ludicolo at a one percent usage you darn right let's let's do it actually i do, don't even know if i've got a good ludicolo so we'll find out um, another part of me thinking cherim cherim's good but it loses to everything does it lose to vigo because it, it loses it beat, to everything it loses to glare and stunfisk too mm -hmm. gross okay you said victini was gonna have usage look at it as one percent Look at it, it is one percent usage. It's yeah, behind Blazekin. It's behind Blazekin in usage. Okay, again, you <laughs> had to have a good one. Uh, you know the amount of people that have good ones is like probably double digits at most. Yep. You only get one. You can't re-roll them stats. Not to mention they probably had to spend rare candy on it. It's like kids. You're stuck with what you got. Oof. That's kind of messed up, jeez. That's not a call out to anybody. I'm, I'm sorry. That's. Uh, God. I'm, anyway. I'm wow. I'm coming in real salty today. Real salty. Real spicy. Drink some water. Oh boy. Cool down there, buddy. I have I have not consumed alcohol tonight. I'm out of water. Dang it. Um. Yeah, hydrate. Um. So there's your stats. Vigoroth, Mantine, and Stunfisk, Chief Fisk, dominating Sunrise Cup. Good Again, heavens. this is only this is not six even days a full in. weekend. This is six days in. But I on unless something uh, Community Day Charizard, so, I don't think changes this. Here's a fun tactic that I thought about when talking with a Proto Man. Uh-huh. Obstagoon with Night Slash encounter is kind of the staple. Yeah. But also run it with cross chop and throw cross chop out first if it's an ideal matchup. Mm, interesting. Because if it's in a matchup against G Fisk, uh -huh. most most of the time people with G Fisk in that matchup will assume you're gonna throw a night slash out first. And they don't have and shield. And will not shield it. Well, I mean, okay, so the only the only negative thing about that is you can only you only succeed from that once. In the match, yeah. Yeah. 
in a in a in a three battle matchup against another uh, uh, against your opponent, Obstagoon with cro- like a sneaky cross chop only lands once. Unless you mind game them and do it, a, yeah. Switch around I mean, does game. does cross chop get to cross chop and night slash are both thirty five energy? Okay, so you get to pl- you get to play the the mind games of what you're gonna throw. Yeah. So that can put some some that can put some additional pressure on your opponent. What's yeah. the normal move set instead of cross chop? Uh, gunk shot. Does gunk shot where does gunk gunk shot help here? Uh, it beats the fairies. It beats the grass. Interesting. I mean, you probably already beat Obama Snow with uh, counter. counter. Uh, you already beat Ferrothorn with counter. And cross chop probably even helps in that instance. Yeah. Um. Actually, in Obama Snow, in the in the Obama Snow instance too, because it's ice, and that fighting is going to help. Vigoroth um, does win the matchup against Obstagoon, but uh-huh. that's just because it's doubly weak to fighting. Right. Versus Vigoroth's um, body slam, jam spam. Right, but Vigoroth's single weak, whereas Obstagoon has it, both its double types weak. are double weak. So, yeah. um, interesting. It's a cheeky thing I saw, and it's incredibly niche and situational. But right. if you have an Obstagoon and you want to run it, it's at seven percent here in the in the running. Or eight percent on your screen. Yeah, I don't know. Oof. I mean, hope. I. I don't want to say that that's what we're gonna get stuck with for the rest of the month, but I feel like that's what we're gonna get stuck with for the rest of the month. Yep. So, yeah, I'll run. I'm. I'll. I think my team's already set for that core in the battle science, but in my ghost stadium lobby, I honestly want to run like the wackiest stuff. So. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I need to um ping the Discord again to see what uh what people recommend for the meme team. Yeah. The meme dream team. Uh yes, I have that core. <laughs> but I also have my <laughs> If you watched our last um uh GBL stream from uh Friday, then you will potentially know a spice pick on my team that doesn't show up on the most commonly faced species uh at all holy cow that's probably a bad call but i want to give it a shot anyway so um (laughs) stay tuned (laughs) oh that ought to be fun um all right we head into that uh thing we asked on twitter now Community question. We got answers, and I need to be more consistent about um, posting the question in our Discord and stuff. Um, but our community question from last week's episode, or two weeks ago's episodes. Um, actually, let me get... Boop. Community question is at an hour and 23. Better at getting those time codes. Um, let's see. Community question in the past was, what was your favorite memory slash meta slash et cetera from Sylph Reason, Sylph, Sylph Reason, Sylph Arena season two. Um, so we got a handful of responses here on, uh, Twitter. I almost said Twitch. Uh, Pogo Peace Love, Pogo Peace Love Hugs at Pogo Hugs said, my four ghost sinister cup team to start the season. That sounds wild. That's 
what Drifloon or Drift uh, Driftblim, Awok, and what else would you run? Uh, Haunter. Haunter, and then what else? Haunter, uh, Dusclops, maybe. Ooh, that's interesting. Did you try something similar to that? I don't remember. What did you yeah. run? Okay. You could, I mean, in Sinister, you could maybe get away with a full ghost team. Mm-hmm. Although I think there was enough fairy that you're you're playing with fire there. So yeah. Um, Steve P at Spolik says battling at the Rose Cup in Vancouver slash Portland and meeting all the amazing battlers. Boy, howdy! Can you believe that that was still within 2020? Yeah, and it's been a year. That's been three years. Um, been a long, long year. Uh, catch the Rye at catch underscore Rye says making the finals of the LA Mega Tournament against Limon Lime. Boy, man, like the finals of the Megas are just super intense. The amount of rounds to get into those, and then the the top level battling that goes on in those is insane. Um, I wonder if the highlights for that are anywhere. I don't know if anyone's actually done true highlight videos of each of the Megas. I mean, I know Pogo King asked us for clips from Portland. I don't I don't remember ever seeing any videos of that. I will have to do a quick YouTube search at some point. Because um, also, we haven't put up the VOD of the full um, Portland Mega. That's going to require sure. me to throw everything into premiere and uh, throw it all one render it and stuff so yeah something you put on and then come back to later <laughs> yeah actually i might set that up so i can just hit render maybe not tomorrow but maybe thursday when i go to work because i'm gone for work like the entire day as long as the the render doesn't fail midway through the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'll be okay uh lemon lime responds at lemon lime 94 responds with winning the mega uh la mega timeless cup tournament and becoming the first 9-0 of the season um that's pretty big shivan patel <laughs> at dijon the Jin responds with uh goku goku going super saiyan um which you know that's it's gotta be a hype moment uh it's gotta be an insane feeling to go 9-0 um especially first 9-0 in the season and and nine rounds nine rounds you know how long that that mega tournament lasted a long time to be like on your a game it it lasted nine rounds uh (laughs) um that's all that's a long time for you to be on your a A game and to be warmed up for competitive pvp that's insane yeah so um all right, so that I think wraps up the community question. Did we get answers in our Discord? I think we got a couple, but I think they were just repeats. Uh, let me scroll up and see where. Uh, maybe we didn't ask. Let's see. That was 825. Uh, yeah, maybe I goofed it. Yeah, I, that happened. I guess I goofed it and didn't ask in the Discord. Well, gosh, diddly darn it. Um, I gotta keep. I mean, that progress. I gotta keep working on getting getting that better. Um, all right, Jesse, you have a community question for this week's episode of the podcast. I did. Didn't you? 
No. Something about Halloween? What do you expect? Oh, Halloween? right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I was like, mm, I think you do. No, I don't. Oh, what was it again? <laughs> do you remember it or no? Yeah, no, it was, uh, what would you like to see for the upcoming Halloween event this year for Pogo? There is a lot on the table that we could get. So let's theorycraft on what we would like to see. We still have yet to get Pumpkaboo, Gorgeist, Phantom, and Tree, uh, Trevenant, and Pokemon Go. Those were season, or season, <laughs> Gen 5 ghost and grass type Pokemon that completely fit with the theme. We still have yet to get uh, Jellicent and Frillish, which are also water and ghost. So there's a bunch of types that we are ghost that we still haven't gotten yet that we could see come to the game. I don't want to say it because it'll probably happen, but we're probably just going to get more costumes so they can push it back till next year. Uh, let me make sure I'm getting to the right generation here. We're on X and Y, right? Gen 5? Yeah. No, that's Gen 6. Are we on Gen 6? Gen 6, sorry. No, no we're not. You're asking for Pokemon that are in Gen 6. Am I? I think so. Oh, we're... we're on Gen 5 because we haven't had Jellicent before. We haven't had Jellicent okay. yet. Okay. Um, because, let's see. Phantop and Trevenant and Pumpkaboo are... Give me Cone Hedge. Um, those are all Gen 6. We're not at Gen 6 yet. We're on Gen 5 because Which we are... haven't had Jellicent. Okay. So Jellicent is probably what we're going to get. Frillish and Jellicent because Gen 6 has Hone Edge, Phantop, and Pumpkaboo. Okay. Yeah. So you're asking for things that are next year. Not a not year. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I would expect to see – I mean, I don't want to ex- – I would like to see Frillish. Um, that's what I will I will say. Will we get Frillish? I don't know. Um, we could get Rotom. <laughs> what? Oh, because it's a ghost. Yeah. I don't think it quite fits. No. Um, Take AR pictures of an appliance and Rotom will photobomb into that appliance. <laughs> that's how simple it could be. I mean, we were talking about that months ago. That's a hilarious yeah. way to do it. Just go to Home Depot and catch all of the <laughs> Rodom Community Day or Locust your local Lowe's or Home Depot. <laughs> Get yourself a new barbecue for Father's Day and catch yourself some Rodom. <laughs> uh Father's Day is a long way away at this point. I don't know why I brought that one up, but um Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, Black Spend Black Friday. Don't worry about getting the newest consoles or a new TV or whatever. Go get yourself. Go get in line for a new dishwasher, a dishwasher, or some fertilizer at your local Home Depot. Not sponsored, sir. We have a problem on aisle ten, eleven, and twelve. What is it? There are people just standing there with their phones pointing at the appliances. There's so many people playing Pokemon Go. We need them to move so we can get to the stock. Oh, boy. That would be ridiculous. Oof. Um, but, yeah, community question. What would you guys and gals like to see for this year's Halloween event? If there were to be costume Pokemon, Niantic, if you are listening, 
Please let us evolve them. <laughs> Bullet points, uh, all the fancy stuff, please. I appreciate that I that was really I don't need these unless they can evolve. I appreciate that it was like a really weird sound, but it didn't peak the audio levels, so... <laughs> Uh, if you're going to give us costumes, let them have the ability to evolve, even if the evolves don't have costumes. So the the one thing that uh, I've been seeing recently, my roommate plays Dead by Daylight. So there's it's it's like a for people that don't know Dead by Daylight, it's a multiplayer game where one person plays like a the quote unquote killer, and then there are survivors, and it basically you play out a, a horror movie in a game where the killer has to um, stop the survivors from escaping, basically. Um, Dead by Daylight has crossover uh, killers and then some survivors with uh, several different uh, horror franchises. So, like, uh, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. I think the nurse is in from Silent Hill, too. Um, the... Oh, is it the Demogorgon from uh, Stranger Things is in it, too? Yep. Um, I'd like to, I, I would be interested to see, and I don't think it's going to happen, but, um, Pokemon Go getting, if there are new costumes, getting references to classic horror movies. So I'd love yeah. to see, uh, I think it's okay. Let me be clear and y'all can hate me later. Uh, I have not watched a single horror movie, any classic horror, never seen it. So if I butcher what I'm about to say, uh, don't get too mad at me. Um, I think it's Jason with the hockey mask. You know, give us a Pikachu with the hockey mask. Um, you know, give us some, like, some callbacks to, like, classic horror films or something as costumes. I think that would be cool. Or, or just more classic, rather than just, like, the witch and wizard hat or something. Give us, like, I don't know, a, a nurse hat uh, nurse hat Chansey because it's dressing up for Halloween or something. Give us some like classic Halloween costume themed costumed Pokemon. That can evolve. That can evolve. Yeah. Yeah. With a little asterisk at the end, they better evolve. So <laughs> boy, howdy, I hope. Uh, all right. That's our community question. Um, is that everything? Have I missed anything? I think so. I think that's it. Um, all right. So community question. What would you like to see during the Halloween event? Um, do we have... I know that they put out a... Let's see. Uh, PokemonGoLive.com. They put out an info burst on October stuff. What were the dates for the Halloween event? Um, spotlight hours fashion themed halloween you can expect new hall uh new avatar items a halloween themed cup for go battle league season four which we'll talk about i think next episode yep. as long as it yeah that should come before halloween um that'll be on the record on recorded on the 20th barring any absolute crazy circumstances um and the annual halloween event um okay so no any crazy updates or info there that they have leaked. So 
Um, yeah, so I th- that's a podcast, an hour and 30. Um, solid. Um, I was talking. Where can they find us at? Uh, on Twitter at battle underscore science. Um, if you want to follow us for, um, mild memes and some mild coverage, please, please, if you want to reach out to us, feel free to tweet at us, um, with comments, questions, concerns, literally anything. We're, we're just, we're just there. We're just hanging. We're hanging on Twitter. If you want to engage with us, go for it. We are not, uh, incredibly busy people. We will not shy away from, um, whatever it is you would like to engage with us with. Um, if you are feeling a more text-heavy and personal variety of communication, you can email us at battle, uh, let's see, battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Um, uh, what else am I missing here? Communication. You can join us on the Battle Science Discord um we ebb and flow with our communication actually it's just somebody was like yeah the, the discord's pretty quiet now it's like popping off a little bit yeah. so um <laughs> you know ebb and flow uh we're not not everyone in the discord is the uber talkative type but uh most if not all of us are incredibly helpful and uh willing to chat when it comes to um pokemon go uh let's see discord twitter email the YouTube, uh, we don't have a special link for YouTube, but you can search up Battle Science, and the podcasts are there. Um, uh, the any special streams beyond like the the regular uh, twice a week or the the weekly ish uh, Go Battle League streams will I think stay t- on Twitch just because they're not they're not like uber special. But if we ever get to the Flying Cup where we're able to do uh, Ace Combat alongside Pokemon Go battles. We will probably put that up on YouTube as a VOD after the fact because that's a little bit more special. Um, but the standard GBL, if you want to catch us there, uh, twitch.tv slash battle science. If you want to watch GBL content and the live recordings of the Battle Science podcast, if you want to inject uh, into our conversation with some chat stuff, feel free to go there uh there i go saying some more ums and then if you want to support (laughs) us uh with a couple of dollars the recommendation is to go to patreon.com slash battle science let me make sure i'm going to the right do i have that oh oh, i have that open on a second window um yes i believe patreon.com slash yep patreon.com slash battle science if you want to back us there with a dollar or two it'd be greatly appreciated Help us pay for the podcast yearly fee to be hosted on Podbean um, and then help us sort of push ourselves to do additional content and do fun events outside of, not necessarily outside of Pokemon Go, but within Pokemon Go when we are allowed to travel. um, The Patreon dollars will be uh, used to help fund us going around hopefully to a live Pokemon Go Fest uh, in the future-ish. I almost said near future, and then I was like, that's not right. That that won't be the case. <laughs> near future. Um, man, I don't even know what tomorrow's going to hold. Uh, yeah. Good heavens. 
Thanks for I'm tuning losing in. it. Yeah, I went Thanks like I went on turbo mode for like the whole episode, and now I'm like sputtering. Got to refill the tank. I'm I'm running on empty. All right, I think that's it. If I missed anything, please feel free to let me know. Uh, we will catch you guys in two weeks for another episode of the podcast. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. If you do want, we are doing some really interesting stuff. Um, we'll probably stream it on Twitch, but we are doing with the Patreon launch. We will be having a Patreon producer exclusive game night. So the Patre- anyone that's um, a Patreon producer, so it's a $5 a month bonus or um, $5 a month patron pledge. If you are at that tier or above... Um, you will, we will organize a game night where, um, anyone at that level will play with Jesse and I, we'll figure out a game, we'll figure out a night, we'll probably stream that on Twitch, uh, hijinks will hopefully ensue because it's more fun when you're having fun, um, weird, um, and then on top of that, if you back us at any dollar amount on the Patreon, uh, you will get access to Battle Science After Dark, which Jesse and I are going to have to figure out uh, what we are going to be talking about here at some point. So um, if you back us on Patreon or uh, are going to back us on Patreon or just have an idea on what we should cover at the Battle Science After Dark podcast, uh, let us know because we want to make something that you'll probably listen to and not something that is completely and totally boring. So uh, let us know. And then on top of that, uh, thank you all for listening to Battle Science. Uh, it's been uh, a blast and, uh, we're not stopping. So even though that kind of sounded like a, we're going away, we're not going away. I'll shut up now. We'll see you out there. (laughs) We'll see you out there on the battlefield.